villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. Greetings, my friends. It's time to begin the show designed with you in mind. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay engaged, educated, and of course, entertained. This is Tanisha Baker hosting the 201st edition of Talking With T. It's April 1st, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, radical poet Gil Scott Heron and rapper Method Man. It is also the date that our beloved R&B soul singer Marvin Gaye was shot to death one day before his birthday. April 1st, of course, is recognized as April Fool's Day. It is also National One Cent Day. The month of April is recognized as National Child Abuse Awareness Month, Keep America Beautiful Month, Autism Awareness Month, National Garden Month, National Humor Month, National Jazz Appreciation Month, National Poetry Month, National Volunteer Month, and much more, including Financial Literacy Month, which leads us right to this month's theme, Make It Rain. And not the April rain that grows May flowers, but the rain that is used as a slang for money. Actually, make it rain is considered the act of spending money in a lavish or extravagant manner and reflects the love of money. But we're going to use it as a play on words to give you information each week on financial literacy or tips on saving and making the most of your money. Of course, it would be against our nature not to add a little humor along the way. So be sure to check out our social media outlets for posts on our theme, Make It Rain. This week's money management tip is nine smart spending and saving tips. One, prioritize long-term goals. Two, get on the same page with your significant other. Three, be patient. Four, Balance your checking account. Five, keep savings and checking accounts at separate banks. Mm. Six, issue yourself an envelope filled with your monthly fund money. Seven, have an emergency fund. Eight, communicate with your lender or banker. And nine, embrace the power of cash. And then my suggestion, don't live above your means at your wage. Instead of making it rain, maybe you should make it sprinkle. Let's check out our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Health officials in Rockland County, New York, have declared a state of emergency amid an ongoing measles outbreak. The county is prohibiting unvaccinated children under the age of 18 from going out in public spaces for 30 days, according to CBS News. Slain college student Samantha Josephine is thought to have thought the car she got into after leaving a bar was her Uber ride. The police arrested David Rowland after he was found driving the same type of car she got into, and it also had her blood inside. Rowland has been charged with kidnapping and murder. A man who was accused of swatting, which is when you make a false report or call the police and send them to someone's house, has been charged with 20 years. This is the longest sentence ever issued in a swatting case, but... His prank call resulted in the death of the person who answered the door when the police arrived. Tyler Barris had called 911 saying someone had shot his dad in the head, were holding the mom and brother at gunpoint, planning to light the house on fire. It's a darn shame that people find this entertaining and amusing. 
47-year-old father of four is on life support after a fight at Dodger Stadium. This is the second report of an incident of violence at the stadium that has left a fan severely injured. The other fight was in 2011 and left a fan with permanent brain injury. There was also an $18 million judgment in that case against the Dodgers. The mayor and police of Chicago are still scratching their heads like the rest of us at the news that all charges were dropped against Jesse Smollett. All 16 felony charges were dismissed and Jesse is a free man. Last week, we reported on Wendy Williams, her staying in a sober house and her husband having a new baby with his mistress. Apparently, this was all too much for Wendy, who was said to have a relapse on alcohol rushed to the hospital after being found drunk by her staff. Then I read she's gone back to the sober house, was seen with her husband. They've been married for 25 years and earlier last month on her show, Wendy talked about how much she loved him. Mm, wow. Well, keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. All my homies knew the block like they backhand But I was stranger to the notion playing Pac-Man Wanted to rap since I was six when mama cat scan Came back bald-headed with a sad grin I almost lost it to a toxic daily, watch the boxing Cried for it cause you can't when your baby's watching Been the strongest woman ever since the day she dead Mama gon' be queen forever till the day she dead Empty bellies made me jelly of the kids with bread Had to miss a few meals, she did the best she can I love you mama, every dollar you invested in Make me richer than the color of your sacred skin. Try to lose Maybe you gotta find another way yeah, 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 yeah. 
Papa was around, but he barely was there. Working 16 hour shifts just to keep us in. A residence away from drugs and the violence. Couldn't escape because the neighbors didn't want us there. They took it out on the house because they ain't like our skin. Wasn't hood enough for the hood, so I never fit in. Took to the music, turned away from the politics. Grew in my faith, though there's still some things I struggle with. I thought my pops was the toughest till his cancer hit. I saw him suffer through my pain that I would never wish on anybody because all we're trying to do is live. And what we do to have our life keeps us from living it. Fall on my heart and not the path that they said I should take. So many ups and downs, but still the best decision I made. I was lost and through the struggles, man, I found my way. It made me strong enough to stand for who I am today. I'm happy to welcome our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, to the first show of April. And Pam, I want to know if you saw that story about a teen named Omarion Banks. He was accidentally dropped off at the wrong breezeway at an apartment complex. And I think he was living there, but he hadn't been living there that long. So he wasn't familiar with the area, and he knocked on the door he thought was his door. He was on the phone with his girlfriend at the time. But the man inside, Daryl Bynes, he ended up shooting him. He was on the phone during that time, and she said, she heard him say, I'm sorry, you know, I'm at the wrong door. And then Bynes said, no, you're not at the wrong door, and shot him two more times. Now, that guy, Bynes, who shot him, his cousins defended him, saying he was just trying to protect his family. And I'm just wondering what you think about this, because I don't understand how this all went down. It makes no sense. Like, it seemed really innocent enough for this man, father of five, to shoot this boy. I know, just for, I mean, you didn't even know, didn't ask any questions. You just shot him. I, would, well, I mean, was somebody after him? Makes me think that somebody might have been after him prior to that, or he was, you know, paranoid for other reasons. Well, they said somebody broke in his car recently. So, I mean, maybe he was on edge. But just think now. If somebody get ready to do something to you, they don't just come and knock on the door. I've never known a robber to knock on your door prior to, to um, breaking in your car or doing a crime. And then the boy was walking away apologizing. I don't know. It's just sad. That, that, no reason to lose your life over that. No, it isn't. It's just like a similar story with the young lady in South Carolina the other day that got into the car thinking it was her Uber, and it wasn't. And the man took her off, kidnapped and killed her. Just, yeah, yeah, I talked about that a little bit earlier in the show, and that that was a shame also. We have to be more careful, and I understand, you know, a lot of us use Uber, but I guess, you know, they send you a description of the car, and I don't remember if they send you the tag numbers or not, but I generally remember looking for a description of the car. But anyway, they called him. He was 24. Yeah, I talked about that a little earlier, and again, just... Makes no sense. And you know what? Fights are getting more and more violent and are starting earlier and earlier. I'm moving on to this other story. There was an article about a fifth-grade girl in South Carolina 
who died from her injuries after a fight. And I know you've been investigating this story. Her name was Renaya Wright. So I had a couple of questions because this was in an elementary school, elementary school fight. I was wondering how she got injured so badly. And then was there no adult to intervene? I'm just thinking if, you know, two little elementary kids fighting, you ought to be able to break it up before someone gets injured to the point where they die. Right. Yeah, it seems like fifth graders, someone could have broke up the fight or stopped it. Um, they said that she was on the ground and and someone stopped her stopped her head, and she was oh, unconscious. That's what I was wondering, how she got that kind of injury. Yeah, they stopped her head, so she was unconscious after that, but breathing. But she never she never woke up from that. You know, things can go left so fast in fights, even with even with little kids. Yeah, evidently. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that's sad too. I tell you what, um, and I tell you another thing that's coming up too often in the news: are young children committing suicide because of this darn bullying. A ten-year-old from Texas named Kevin Reese Jr. killed himself. Ten years old. His mother says she's in shock. You know, thinking that he would never go that far. His mother said he struggled with his tears. That he was kind of goofy. I think is how she described him. But she thought he was handling it, and they wrote on his tablet to go kill yourself. You don't belong here. And the mother had actually reported a physical altercation to the school but was told there was no evidence, no signs her son had been bullied. Now get this. He is the youngest of a count of 26 children in the Houston area alone who committed suicide this past year. Like that's a lot of babies thinking that well, it's wait, better to take wait, their wait, own wait, life. Say that part again. 20, 26 children in the Houston area have committed suicide in the past year. Wow, they need to put some counseling on these kids and fast. That's one thing they need. And they also need more, I don't know what to do about the bullying. But I feel like if a kid reports it, you need to take every case seriously, just like we take sexual harassment. Because that's too many kids thinking it's better to end their lives than to deal with that type of torture. And, of course, they're kids. You know, as adults, sometimes we can brush it off. But we've lived long enough to know that there's bigger fish to fry than worrying about what somebody says and all of that. But these are young minds that haven't developed to that point. And so it can be, you know, even adults, I guess, have get to a point where they just had enough of certain situations. but. I'm just thinking, unless I've been blind to it before, I don't recall it happening as often. I remember last year doing a report that the fastest growing rate of suicide was among young black boys under the age of 12. Right. And this kind of goes right along with that. I don't know what we need to do, but it needs to be something. I, I don't know. It does, and we need to talk to our kids because um, my kids are older. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're all frankly grown now. But I asked, I just asked them recently. I said, did, you know, growing up, did you ever think about, you know, suicide killing yourself? And each one said yes at one point. Really? In their life, they had thought they had thought about it because something that went on with school or something that went on with a girl or just everyday life just just had stressed them out. Mm-hmm. They had thought about it. They didn't go through with it. But I never knew, and, and everybody knows me and my kids are tight. Right. And I never never knew. So I can only imagine kids that don't have that um, type of 
parental love or just, you know, feel helpless as to how they feel. And But, yeah, it, um, like it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're close with them or not close with them. If they get there in their head for some reason, yeah, but they each said that they had thought about it, and I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you said the right thing. It starts with conversations and relationships, you know. Because I tend to think a good relationship sometimes can outweigh the bad ones. But if we pay attention more, like the mother said, she knew it was kind of going on, but she thought he was handling it. But I don't know how much you can handle it, Tian. Right. So I, I feel bad for her um, and prayers are with her and her family. Well, the last story I want to talk about today is Delana Young out of Oklahoma. She was a manager at Arby's, and apparently she got into it with a customer, and the customer spit in her face. He left, came back, started circling the parking lot. Delana then went to her car. You know what they say when we say we're we fixing to go to the car. Not we're getting ready, but when we fixing to go to the car, but she did, and then she shot him to death. And I was sitting there reading that, like, wait a minute, what just happened? Yeah, um, I don't know if that was the best thing to do. I can understand her frustration and being angry because somebody spit on you. That takes you to a whole nother level. She had to snap. I mean, now she's being charged with first-degree murder. Her life is pretty much forever changed, or I won't say it's over, but first-degree murder charge, and she's confessed. I mean, I don't think you can get off because you can say, oh, well, somebody spit at me. Because self-defense, in my understanding, has to be kind of equal force. Right. Not spit versus a gun. Yeah, yeah that's no com- comparison. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Pam, I want you to be thinking. This month's theme is Make It Rain, and I talked about it a little bit earlier we're going to talk about financial literacy, money, tips, and tools, but I also said it wouldn't be like us not to add a little humor. So I want you to think about some contributions we can share about making it rain and people who uh, maybe have some extravagant lifestyles or, as I said earlier, don't want to act their way, especially around tax return time. We Remember, we talked about being income taxi and how people kind of blow their tax returns instead of making some wise financial choices. Well, be thinking about it, because that's our theme this month. Well, I'm going to have have a roll of things that I, I have to say. <laughs> well, you know what? I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to tell it. Well, once again, we've come to the end but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, your online scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Every time you borrow money, you're robbing your future self. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.